You're listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, a space for moms who are on the wild ride of motherhood while navigating their grief journey. Here are your hosts. I'm Rashida, a motherless mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yep, that is two under four. And I'm Kara, a motherless mom with a three-year-old, an angel baby, and one on the way. Let's dig in. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 10, Big 10, of <laughs> the Grieving Big Mouse 10. Club, Big 10. I don't know. You so went to Mizzou. You so, you, you Mizzou. But back then, back then it was the Big 12. Now oh. it's the Big 10. Okay. See, I did not go to Mizzou. Left. So yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Anywho, it's our 10th episode. Today, we are going to talk about the best and worst things people have said to you on your grief journey. We, Kara and I obviously have thoughts on this. I think we've hinted on it a little bit in the past too, (laughs) but we pulled our wonderful, amazing community. We have, I know I've talked about this before, but we have a Facebook group for mamas who are on a grief journey. So you guys, came out in as as care so eloquently said as people were posting the worst things people have said to them Kara goes wow you guys have said some shitty shit's been said to you guys <laughs> it's true like, yep 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 that's my Kara yeah <laughs> keeping it real yes but before we do that per usual Kara how was your week oh gosh Rashida it's been a week. My grandpa passed away and it, while it wasn't, I guess it was kind of sudden, but it was also kind of unexpected or it wasn't unexpected, but it was kind of unexpected. I don't know what I'm saying right now, but anyway, he was 87 years old. I swear the guy had nine lives. He, you know, was a great man, loved to rage, like, like a true Sullivan. And, <laughs> but yeah, so we had a lot of family in town. So busy doing that. And it truly I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but it was the most fun funeral I've ever been to. So you know, you know what, you know what? So when I came to see you at the visitation part before the funeral, so it, sweet Rashida that you, I woke up and I was like, Rashida, Rashida, you were a vision. You were just beautiful and radiant. And I was like, that's my best friend, Rashida. Thank yes, you. Of course, girl, we can't have a grief podcast. And I like you, we, we, we are no longer going through grief journeys alone because we have each other in this so podcast. So no, so I true. cannot let you uh, do that alone. But I will say when I showed up, it felt uplifting. Like it oh, didn't good. feel, it didn't feel like a all listeners. Kara's family is just as adorable as Kara. <laughs> I loved meeting all of them. Um, her, da- her dad gave me a giant, giant hug um, and said he loves the podcast. So I was, just, I, was <laughs> so, I was so your two, your two cousins were like, we listen and we follow you on Instagram. Like, yes. No, your family was just absolutely adorable, but I will say, yeah, it felt not like a sad thing. It felt like you said it was a celebration of life and it felt like a celebration of life. Thank you. Gosh, thank you so much. That means a lot. And it it truly was a celebration of life. We went to, after the services and everything, we went to, for those who are local to the St. Louis area, there's a bar called McGurk's. It's down in this neighborhood called Soulard and Sullivan's run deep. Like we've been there. It's where my parents met. It's my grandparents have, you know, know the owners for so many years. And so it was 
we turned that place inside out. And I mean, being very, very sober, I had so much fun. And so anyway, but it was great having family in town and seeing everyone, but still processing everything and, you know, among other things, but other than that, you know, just chugging through life, trying to breathe basically, because I'm very pregnant, but other than that, you are very pregnant and you also look super adorable Oh gosh. in your little black dress. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Like someone gifted me that dress a long time ago and they're like, I'm not going to be pregnant again. You probably will be. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. And it's the one that was like four years ago. They gave it to me. I held on to it. I'm like, I might, I might, you never know. Well, and you never know. It came in handy. So you looked so thank cute. you, Ashley from fusion many years ago. <laughs> anyway how was your week well it was a really good week oh here's something I have to report to you and the listeners love it I had a really fun Halloween oh my gosh what yes stop the presses start what What? say it again I I Rashida Dinehart loved I'm gonna give it a love a thumbs up a heart emoji loved this Halloween weekend Folks, we have converted her. Folks. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. No freaking way. Rashida, tell yes. me all about it. We we had so much fun. Like I I shoot, we did like a trunk or treat. Yes. On Saturday. I saw that trunk. Your trunk looked that great. That was fun. Yeah, that I decorated for. I'm wildly obsessed with my neighbors. I think I've told you this, Kara. There are, we yes. have a bunch of young families on our block now, and there Greg. are 12 kids. Yes. Greg. There, Greg. Yes. There are 12 kids under the age of four, just on my street alone. That's um, so, tight. so it's like, kid chaos. I live on a cul-de-sac, like a dead end cul-de-sac. So it was very minimal cars coming to and from, and like, it was just, Dom was having the absolute time of his life. Oh, Um, some of our neighbors had like, like a barbecue going on and snacks and blah, blah, blah. So like we basically put our candy on the front porch and then just like, didn't come home for four hours. Like we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like, our, like in every house, like what had you like, want? yeah. And like every house was like, do you want a beer? Do you want, like, it was so, we just had so much fun and P was trying her hardest with her little, her little legs and her little boots, like try, trying to keep up with all the big kids. And yeah. like, she refused, refused to let me hold her bucket. Like, so it started, it started getting heavy for her. And then she's like dragging it. Oh, like uh, so cute it was just in their daycare does a halloween parade on friday that we didn't get to do last year because of covid so this is my first year with two kids in the halloween parade oh and it was just so cute so yes i am happy to report i actually really liked halloween and i told ben we probably have to come up with a better we have to do a family costume next year i think yeah you do you do it's fun because you guys looked really cute. I, you know, it's trolls. so thank you. Well, you know, Brian and Ellie looked cute. I just look very pregnant and nope, uh, you looked adorable. <laughs> thank you. It was, uh, it, Halloween was super fun for us to grant, like even with everything that had been going on, we, we did a trunk or treat it up at Ellie's school. You know, I gotta say like the trunks, like I always want to like, be like you have, all you have to do is compete with the Pinterest with Pinterest. And it's just like, I can't. Mm-hmm. So I tried really hard and 
I, I try I kind of try but at the same time I'm just like oh but I don't feel like it but and I was no one cares and no one cares just we were handing out like like I found at Target that fruit loops like as individual packages but Ooh, they were nice. giant fruit loops and some kid was calling Ooh. them donuts and I was like yes it's exactly what these are good job kid have some donuts and so those went over pretty well but yeah in an actual Halloween yeah, I made it like a loop or so. And I was like, oh, I'm going to head back and just hang out with the neighbors. But that's so fun, Rashida. I'm so welcome to the club, sis. See, Halloween can be a blast. It was, yeah, it was just really cool to see it through Dom and P's eyes. And just yes. how effing jazzed they were. I have like a video of like, we like basically put their costumes on and like open the front door and like off they went. Thank God we live in a cul-de-sac. So like they're two, the two of them are just like running down the sidewalk and it's like, oh gosh. They understood the assignment. They're they like, did. They we, were like, we we're get going dressed to get candy. And we're going to get the candy. Did, did, Dom, did Dom have a joke? He told somebody a joke, but I didn't hear what it was. <laughs> I was on, ben, ben was on Dom duty and I was on P duty. Oh gosh. They look so cute, Rashida. Yes. Oh yes, my yes. God. Queen so, P and, and Dom was Mario, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. So it was fun. That was fun. But I guess that's part of the weekend. And then the main thing I'm super excited about is that today, this morning, I actually got to hop on a podcast with Margaret Abels from the What Fresh Hell podcast. Oh my gosh. It's so Ah! cool. Yes. So I got to talk about grief and motherhood and all the work that Kara and I are doing with this Mm. podcast and the community that we're building and I'm pumped. So hopefully that will be launching in the next couple of weeks and Kara and I will be getting all kinds of shout outs. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for doing that, Rashida. And I'm so proud of oh, you for thank you. developing that relationship and making that happen. I cannot wait to listen to it. Oh my God. Oh, yes. It's going to be great. I just slid into their DMs and was like, Hey, you guys want to talk about grief? Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Rashida. I know. I think that's like one of the, one of the many things I love about you is that you're like, you are you have so much, you're, you're fearless. You have so much um, confidence and you just get shit done. And I'm glad that one of us is getting shit done because the <laughs> other 50% is like barely. So I aspire to be like you. Oh no, no girlfriend. You're getting shit done <laughs> as well. You're also growing a human. Yeah. 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 That's true. Anywho, Thank you. Yeah. Guess we should, you know, stop dig into it. Here. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we are going to start by talking about the best and worst things Kara and I have each heard. And then we're going to read off some of the, we'll go best, worst, or what worst, best. And then we asked our community another question of what do you wish people understood about the grief journey? So we're going to read through some of those. And then obviously, if you know Kara and I well enough by now, you know, we gonna comment. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear it. We gonna, we going to have stuff to say. <laughs> so if you just want to know how our weeks were, you can stop tuning in now. But if you want yeah. to say, if you want to continue listening, awesome. Also, this could, I was thinking, and Rashida and I were thinking, I should say, that this would probably be a good podcast or just some like quick tips that you can share with your loved ones, with mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. other people who may not understand what you're going through, you know? For sure. If they're like, how can I support you? You can say, well, you can start off by not saying 
XXX. Okay. So <laughs> Kara, right. yes. let's start with you. What yes. is the worst thing someone has said to you on the, your grief journey? Yeah. So the worst thing that someone has said to me was regarding my miscarriage right after that happened. Someone said to me, I've never had to experience that. My pregnancies were all easy and perfect. I was like, oh, okay. What? Yeah. Yes. Like, okay, Karen, no one cares. Yes. Yes. I was like, I was like, well, that's, I was like, oh, I, I literally was just speechless. I was just kind of like, hmm. And just nodded my head. Like, I don't know what to say that. At. And like, also having prior, prior to having going to this, I, it just, I, I just never in my wildest dreams would I ever say that to someone, but maybe they're just mm-hmm. so self, they're not, they're just so not self-aware. I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they just didn't know what to say. So they were trying to say like, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know. It's not my, <sighs> it's not my place. So anyway, that <laughs> anyway, uh, not this, yeah, not this week, Kara, mom is too busy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mom is too tired. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I I've never had to experience that. My pregnancies were all easy and perfect. I was like, oh, okay. Good for you. It's okay. She could have stopped at, I've never had to experience this period. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. That was the end. Yeah. That was the end. She yeah. didn't need to say it. my pregnancies were perfect and yes. what'd she say? Perfect and what? And easy and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, mm-hmm. Woof. So then that, something that I heard very quickly on and when my mom was in hospice and, in, and then also passed and then passed afterwards was you should be thankful that you have this time with her. You need to be thankful. I know. Yeah. Big eye roll. I know. Like you need to be, you should be thankful that you need to take advantage of this time. Be thankful that you have this time. And I was just like, okay, yeah. I mean, as opposed to what, if she didn't have cancer, you would have had that time. Yes, exactly. And I guess like, I guess opposed to like, if she just were to like drop dead and like, I didn't have three weeks to tell her goodbye, which those three weeks, I wasn't myself. She wasn't herself. Like, yeah, we had some like fun memories, but I don't exactly really want to remember my mom in that state. And my mom would not want me to remember her in that state. So I choose to not. So anyway, yeah, those are just, I think that they mean well, but they don't know what they're saying because they have never gone through. There's just an unspoken bond between us who are, who have had a significant, had any sort of, of loss significant Mm -hmm. or not. You just kind of Mm -hmm. understand, have a, have an understanding, but Rashida, what about you? What about what's the worst that you've heard? So I don't, love the they're in a better place not because well I, I I don't like it for a couple of things one it's a little bit assuming it's assuming that like I am religious spiritual any uh-huh. of those things and I am so it's not like I'm like offensive I, I'm not but like don't assume that right and I just don't and I'm like but they're they're better place like you mean there was a better place than being here on this earth with me like I need like you know like I don't I get it I get it that heaven is a place where they're in no more pain and blah 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 and I just I don't love that one I also don't love the God needed her more and I'm like really like he's got some homies up there yeah like some real homies he just got DMX yeah he's got he's had he's had Abe Lincoln up there for a bit like I I can't say that. 
he also needed my mom. Mona. <laughs> like, you know, you know, like, and like, he had I needed he, her more. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like God is like, yeah, that doesn't do anything because God likes to see in my mind, I am very spiritual, religious in my mind, God likes to see love happening, you know? Right, so like, right. wouldn't God be chill with the fact that Mona's still here on earth and get, shining all kinds of love between her and Rashida and her and Rashida's brother and like, whomever else. Yes. Yes. And also, also like Mona, may you rest in peace. Like God needed you more to do what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this, maybe like like coupon, coupon, hardcore. (laughs) Do you think she's up there wearing one of like a sweatshirt saying like, go God, you know, or like, or like, or how she was like, God, like, what would she she say? Like, maybe like, like, like band mom, you know how she was, She no, she's wearing a TGMC parent t-shirt all the way. Yeah, she is. She is. And so my mom is buying it all. So Mona's making it. My mom is buying it and also like helping her sling it. So I was going to say, and making other people (laughs) yes wear it. So yeah, oh, I, just I love that. So it's it a hundred percent nail on the head. I know. I know. Oh, but yeah, so didn't love that. The God needed her more narrative. Mm-hmm. No. So what are we, we like went into the yay. So what are the best things? Yeah. Been told? Okay. So, and I, this is also a common trend that I saw throughout our, our listeners of uh, the listener polls, um, that by far when someone brings up my mom or a memory or a funny story, or this past week, someone told me, you know, I think of your mom often. I was just like that, that sentiment alone. I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I was like, she loved you. And mm-hmm. that's really kind. Mm-hmm. So just like any memory or like, it just means a lot. Like, even like, like we were just drumming up what they're doing up there. So, and then with, with my miscarriage, I found a quote pretty quickly. And actually my, my work fam sent me this cute little like stone as a memory for as a little gift. And it said, and then the quote is, I carried you every second of your life and I will love you every second of mine. And I was just like, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, my heart just swelled with love and joy. And it just resonated so strongly with me. I was like, yes, I, I don't know you, baby, but I do know you. I didn't get to like yes. meet you, but I, you were I in you. Yes. You were in my tummy and I love you oh so much. And I'm just, you know, so I just understood it just yes. really resonated strongly. So what about for you? What's the best that you've heard? So I definitely agree with you. And a lot of our listeners said this as well. The, I just like when anybody remembers my mom, shares a memory about my mom. I just, any of that talking about my mom and allowing me to share memories about my mom. Poor Ben Mm -hmm. has actually, we've been together so long at this point now, like he's getting repeat memories. Like I can't remember (laughs) what I told him. (laughs) I can't remember what I told him. And he's like, "Mm, yep. You told me about that Christmas tradition. Fine. (laughs) You're going to hear it again, producer Ben. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it is Christmas again. So yes, I will be telling the same thing. Yes. Cause you, now you have two little people that you need to share those stories with. And yes, yes. So bless his heart for letting me just keep telling him the same memories that, <laughs> that, that bubble up. But so I love that for some people allowing me the time to share my mom with them. Cause I have a lot of friends who I wasn't friends with when I lost my mom who say like, I feel like I've gotten to know your mom through you. That means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and then, and then tried and true. I love when people tell me that my mom would be proud of whatever it is that I'm doing. 
I agree, Rashida. I really, I have to really truly agree with that. I've heard my sister-in-law Jess has said that a couple of times, like with, especially with the podcast, she was like, your mom would be so proud of you. And, oh, I feel that pride. Like as if my mom just told me that, you know, same, same, same. There's something about it that just like, yeah. Especially when you know, it's coming from someone who did know your mom, then you're like, you, you would know. Yes. Oh my God. You, I just got chills. Yes. So I love that. So let's do from our listeners. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to start with the worst because I don't want to end on bad notes. So we're going to start with the worst. I've tried to, we've tried to categorize them based on everybody, what everybody said in like group a lot of, because a lot of people had the same themes over and over again. So we grouped a lot of things. The first section, which Kara hit on as she talked through her miscarriages and things that one person awfully said to you. So someone said in relation to child loss in miscarriages, but you have more children. Oh, okay. Um, but you, rough. but you have more children. Yeah. Okay. And I would have even more than that, but now I lost one. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, I still love them. I still love all my kids. Yep. 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 And that one's, I know who sent that one. And that's a tough one. Cause she, her baby had, I think she was like maybe 15 or 16 weeks. Oh. Or so when it, her baby had some kind of genetic disorder oh. um, and they had, they had to make a really, really tough choice. Oh so, my gosh. I'm so this, sorry. And this was her firstborn. Oh, so like, she, she didn't have more kids. So that's like such a weirdo, like, oh, like it's a weird thing to say. Like you can have more kids. Like, dude, like she just lost. Oh, the first. sorry. I misread that. Yes. Gotcha. But you can. Yes. Yes. I think I might've said it. I think I might've said it wrong either way though. Like you can't have more kids and oh, you have more kids, Yeah. which someone just commented in, in our Facebook group who I know from high school, she's one of my good friends from high school, actually someone told her, but you have more children. So she lost her three-year-old. Oh my God. In a very, yes. In a very tragic freak drowning accident. And he, yes. And so when I read that, yes. When I read the comment today in our group that someone had said to her, at least you have more children. That's what was said. I want to throw up. Yes, because he was her middle child. So she had an older, (sighs) yes, she had just had her third. So this was her middle child. And she has gone on to have one more son. And then she's, she married a guy who had a daughter. So big, beautiful family. Yeah. But that doesn't erase the fact that her son died. No, it doesn't. Right? Like, no. So yeah, that was, that was a weird one that made me like angry. Yeah. Angry, angry, angry. More on miscarriage. Someone says he's better off. That makes mm. absolutely no sense. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It makes, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it literally makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Better off than what? He never yeah. like, like what? Yeah. Anyways. And then you wouldn't have the son you have now. If bitch, you, how do you know? Right. Like bitch who said she ain't gonna keep having babies. Right. Yeah. Well, you, I, I know I talked about this in the, the miscarriage episode is like the first thing I heard. Oh my God. No, maybe it was, I, I'm getting confused with what I've said. Truthfully, I didn't go back and listen. It was too hard, but, but someone, maybe I, I read it somewhere that someone was like, it, it's just a group of cells. So it's just Ugh. like, what? Ugh. So yeah, no, 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 no. Let's, let's like not say these things to people no. and just be like, and no. just, if you don't know what to say, just say, I'm sorry. Just say it. I'm, yeah. That fucking sucks. I'm sorry. 
Mm-hmm. Move on. Move mm-hmm. on. You wouldn't have the son you have now. We don't know that. You you don't know that. And right, it makes no sense. It, again, yeah. Yeah. dumb. Yeah. Um, next group is in relation to parent loss, which Kara and I can both obviously understand. So someone said the worst she heard was, "You'll never get over losing your mom or dad." And then she said, "Though this is true, this can feel so daunting in those early dark days of grief." I definitely agree with that. And yeah. I feel. I often feel. Like I'm doing that to you, Kara, that, that I'm like, this, this sucks, Kara, still. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> it does. It does. So that one made me think a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And I, and I am, I remember my mom saying this about her when she lost her dad and, and then my, and her, and then her mom, my grandma. And she's like, it's just something you'll never get over losing she's like, I will never get over this. I, you never get over losing your mom and dad. I didn't understand it because it's just it, not just, it was my grandma and grandpa who I was extremely close to, mm-hmm. but now I found myself often thinking and saying out maybe in my head out loud to my mom, is this what you went through? And I hear like mm-hmm. a resounding yes. And I'm like, fuck mom. Like, how did you do this? <laughs> but For sure. yeah, For sure. It's, yep. it's, it sucks to hear. And it's not exactly what a, a new, freshly newly grieving person wants to hear, but it's, it's the truth. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Another one, <laughs> this one made me really sad too, that me or my family must've done something bad for my dad to have gotten cancer and passed away. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know who the fuck said that <laughs> you fucking tell me I'm a big di- giant chicken, but I'm going to go to their house. And I'm going to TP the motherfucking shit. It's like, I got house. the eggs. You got the TP. Don't F with our community. Do not do who you must have done something bad for my dad to have gotten cancer and passed. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, who says that? It's so weird. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't even gross. It, it doesn't make sense. It, and it's like literally dumb. Like, have you turned on the news? Like lots of people are getting cancer. Yeah. Just it's from, dumb. like, and like, like not even because you've smoked or drank or it's because you're breathing and it's just environmental factors and like, yes, whatever, you know? Yes. yes. Anywho, um, yeah. next one is again with the, they're in a better place. This person said like, no, the better place is here with me. I know heaven is awesome, but they shouldn't be there already. Agree. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. That's how yep. I feel. That was my sister-in-law, Jess, when she, when she lost her dad, I think it was about five. Let's see. We, they've been married six years. So yeah, about six going on in seven years that he passed anyway. So yeah. And they were like, hella tight, super close. Yeah. Big shout out to Jess. Love you. Say yes. This is from my gal Maggie. So she's, she, her comment was, yeah, so-and-so has cancer. Like your mom did LOL. Like I'm not aware of my, of what my mom had or weirdly pointing out flaws slash what they did or what they think they may have attributed to her being sick. Yeah. She smokes like your mom did. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Kathy, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> LOL. What the hell? Yeah, she smokes so, like your mom did. So okay, so that automatically means that they're all sharing the same DM cancer. Like, I don't think so. Like, no, no. I so I think what's happening there is, you know, with COVID, when people so many people were dying in the beginning and they kept being like, well, she had an underlying disease or like, well, she, she had an earache once it like, I think it's like, yes. Like, so somebody would die of COVID and then, then someone would be like, well, 
I saw her smoking cigarettes. She smoked like 22 packs a day in 82. That's why she died of COVID. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like this, this cancer, well, she smokes like your mom did is like that same, like people are trying to other themselves from like, well, I won't die of COVID or cancer. Cause I don't blah, 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 blah. Like I yeah. think to other themselves from the trauma. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. That's trying annoying. to protect themselves, which I get, you know, you want to think that you are maybe living a better life than others or maybe like you this do. can't happen to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I thought that too, but you know, here it we does, are. So it does happen to you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then in in a perfect segue to COVID, yeah. someone said, and this is someone who follows my blog, who had followed my blog originally, and then has joined our Grieving Mamas Club community. Her father passed away of COVID. And so she so sorry. said, yeah. So she said the worst thing something has, someone has said to her is that COVID isn't a real death, like reason. Okay, Cheryl, then what the fuck is? <laughs> yeah. Cause he's gone. Real, yes. And that's essentially what she said in our group. I don't know if you saw, if you saw it, she was no. like, I have the death certificate. It says COVID. It isn't a real death sentence. Then I'm sorry. Then you want to tell that to the other 700,000 people that have Who also died. died of COVID? Yes. And then another thing that's been interesting or that was interesting on her post that she said in relation to this is essentially that people not taking COVID seriously is a trigger for her because her dad died of it. So like, I totally get that. Yes, absolutely. Totally get that. Okay. And then here is some general grief things. You guys haven't been sufficiently pissed off now by now. We're going to take it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. And we're going to, then we're going to flip this on the best too. We're going to end on some good notes. Cause I don't yeah. want to end on the like anger we're all feeling right now. So yeah. First general, general grief one is, didn't that happen a long time ago? Get I, out. I, no one has ever said this to me, but I feel it myself sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, I, I like, I still shouldn't be like talking about this, thinking about this, blah, 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 blah. It happened a long time ago, but that's stupid. No, yeah, it is. Yeah. A lifelong journey. Um, mm-hmm. Get get over it mm-hmm. already. I want to know yeah. who the fuck told you this too, sister. Tell us, get in our DMs, tell us, and we will TP. <laughs> Although it's probably that we are admitting guilt ahead of time and it's being recorded. We're probably going to be using against us in the court of law. We won't do any serious property damage, I promise. I'm just going to TP the ever-living shit out of these people's homes because that is fucked up. They can't catch us. Uh, <laughs> I love you get you get like a really deep voice when you're about to come after somebody. You're like, I want to know. You get like Batman voice. I want to know who the fuck said that. It's because I'm 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 fucking serious. I've got I'm like grabbing the mic by its fucking horns and let's go. Yes. Take these people out. Yeah. We ride, we ride at midnight. Yeah. Actually, just kidding. We ride at 9 p.m. And, and that's even kind of <laughs> like I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And even 9 p.m. is a little late, but you know. Yeah. We probably ride. <laughs> we probably ride at 6 30, but we'll get it done. Exactly. It starts getting dark. So we're we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get your back regardless. This, yeah. This one is I didn't write this but we know how I feel about this. The, <laughs> I didn't write anything, this. No, anything that starts with at least. Yeah. And then I'm going to add slash be grateful that. Hate that. <laughs> hate, hate any of those. There's no at least when you have lost someone. <laughs> right. No, I know. Yeah. Again, I think it's another, another case of they are trying to protect themselves. They're trying to, you know, they want you to be happy because like, by nature, human For nature, sure. none of us want to experience 
sadness, you know, like we don't want to be unhappy. So, you know, we kind of want to impart that happiness upon others. So like, Mm -hmm. you're trying to like, look at the bright side, but there isn't always a fucking bright side. Sometimes it just fucking sucks. And you know, right. And that's what's um, also on our list is just overall toxic positivity. Like sometimes you just need to say this fucking sucks. Like sometimes like, I don't need you to be my hype girl or tell me like, it's like before Karen and I started recording her and I were just talking about life. And she, she jokingly said her husband was like, I don't know, go talk to your therapist Rashida. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, well, I mean, usually my only advice is your feelings are valid. Yeah. feel your feels because I think that's what we're like I don't know I just think being like everything's gonna be great when like you're in the middle of a fucking breakdown that's useless doesn't help it Mm -hmm. doesn't help and I try to be Mm -hmm. like a general general like positive person by looking at the glass half full etc but you know truth be told like I suffer from depression and anxiety. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't always think like that and being real open and honest and feeling your feels and talking mm-hmm. to your therapist, Rashida is really mm-hmm. what helps. And I just think your feelings are valid. Like sometimes I just need yes. someone to tell me I'm not like totally off my rocker or something yep. like that. The way I'm feeling it, cause sometimes the feelings are scary and I, I need to yeah. be like, no, those are, those are all like pretty normal feelings. They're probably for the course when you blast somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't need someone to be like, oh no. Like, and I was a cheerleader y'all. I got pep yes. in, in every one of my steps and <laughs> I, yeah, no. No, thank yes. you. Yeah. The same goes uh, for like minimizing your, yep. like what was mentioned here was, is minimizing your loss or comparing mm-hmm. or, or one, one upping like any of those. Can you just not, can you, no, I think it's fine to, to be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I also lost my mom or I also yep. had a miscarriage because being like expressing to the, the grieving that you too are grieving. It's like an automatic, like, Oh, thank God they get me. Oh, thank yes. God. They know what I'm feeling. And then for sure, then there's a mutual understanding and it's like, tell me your story. Oh, Hey, this is my story. And then, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of healing that goes on with that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and then, and then this is, I am so guilty of this. And although while I ultimately believe it to be true, the quote, everything happens for a reason. It's Can we a tough just- one. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I do believe it to be true. So yes, this is a tough one as well. I do. I think there are no mistakes. There are like no decision that you've made. I, I don't think is a mistake. Like I think everything leads you to where you're supposed to be and you just have to like let the universe or God or whatever you believe in, like take you to that spot. But like mm-hmm. no one wants to hear your mom died for a reason. Right. Exactly. No one wants to hear the reason. What was the reason, Susan? What? Hey, Cheryl, why the fuck is my three-year-old dead? Like what? Yeah. Huh? Explain that to me. Riddle me fucking that Cheryl, because I'd love to know. Oh, you don't know. Then shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. Thank you. There's that Kara deep voice. She's like, I'm coming for you, fucking Cheryl. Sorry if your name is Cheryl and you're a sweet person and very understanding, but in this case, you ain't. And then in relation to loss via suicide, someone was told, a friend was told that the devil was controlling him and they're, and they, they could not save him. Uh, okay. That one's triggering for me. That yeah. one's triggering because I have talked about, I lost my friend in high school via suicide. 
also triggering because it's false. Yes. Like, no, no, no. Depression was controlling him. And they felt like he, he, that person felt like they had no other choice. Like, right. And that is imparting some very deep religious beliefs Mm -hmm. on somebody, which, okay, that that's a conversation. That's a different conversation, but like, and I guess, you know, like you could say that like the devil likes likes to, likes to make people unhappy, which would lead, you know, which causes depression, sure. but it's also just like sure. a chemical imbalance in, mm-hmm. in people's minds and brains. Mm-hmm. And like to say that, like, they, like, they just needed help and they, they, and they didn't get it. And yes, what, exactly. what I also don't like about this statement is it like passes the buck. Like, yeah, I, I feel, I feel like when someone dies via suicide, you, people left tend to blame themselves. So the people left, I mean, I did it with Alex, like, was like, what did I miss? Was there something I missed? Like, should I have been paying closer attention to you? Should I have been like, like, what are, what, what did I fucking miss? And this feels like someone's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're not, they're not taking any ownership and not that there's not that there's always ownership to take in, in suicide. So I definitely don't want people to feel like if someone committed suicide, you should be blaming yourself. It's not that. I just don't like how this person is like, well, couldn't save him because the devil took him. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly. You're passing the buck. My friend also added to that and it was, sorry, gosh, but she also added to that, that there, that she also heard responses like, I wish I would have reached out to him. I should have called him, but I didn't, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that like, that really, but really bothered her. And I was like, mm-hmm. gosh, yeah, that would, that would enrage me too. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And again, what, what it is, is those people trying to absolve themselves, like trying to make themselves feel better about the situation. Right. Yeah, exactly. So are you guys uh, sufficiently pissed off now? Yeah. I'm or... like, oh, Kara, let's move on to the happy. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, yeah. Let's get rid of these jabronis and <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the people that get it. Yes, the best. Be patient with yourself. Yeah. Could have that one. Yes. Could not Mm -hmm. be more true. Yes. And like be patient with yourself in all aspects of your life to be completely frank. Be be patient with your postpartum body. Be patient with your grief journey. Be patient with, I mean, don't be patient with your husband. He deserves whatever he got. But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's be breathing and hard stopping through the house. Yeah. 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 No, not him. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, be patient with yourself. You're going yeah. through some shit. So affirming, just affirming what what is your, what your, your feelings, your okay, validating, um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just affirming that what you're going through is tough, which is the next couple of things. Like saying this is hard, this is awful. I'm sorry, this really sucks. Like yeah. just say it freaking sucks. Yes. And down further the line to, to keep going on that, you know, hearing honest responses, like it's not fair or it's so fucked up that it means the most. That's mm-hmm. what someone submitted. And I could not agree more because like hearing this coming from those who've also experienced a loss of their own, they get mm-hmm. it. A, a genuine, like what the fuck moment feels mm-hmm. most sincere to me is what someone said. So yep, could not agree more. It's just yep. like, yeah, seriously, what the fuck? This is like not cool. This this should not be happening to us. But you know, 
it did. So mm-hmm. anyway, things like saying the person who's passed away's name. In this case, this person was talking about child life or child loss. So mm-hmm. saying his name, like he is real because he, he is real. He was a child she should have had. So yes, yeah. that then are one of our personal faves we've said on this show a few times, and I actually said it again on the what fresh hell podcast today, but that grief is like waves. You may feel like you're drowning now, but eventually it will only hit you sometimes. Yeah. I heard that early on and I didn't understand it. And I was actually really pissed off when I heard it. I was like, what do you mean seeing waves? Like I'm just very upset, very sad, very angry, very sad right now. What do you mean this is drowning? Yes. Drowning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was at the bottom of the ocean Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. And then, so I didn't understand, but now looking back, so I guess it's like one of those things that we like, how we mentioned earlier, it's, it sucks to hear initially, like you'll never get over grieving you're at the loss of your grieving or you'll never get over your loss, but the waves. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. It's true. It, it and it, is. and, it, and it, it, it does get better. The waves get, they come less frequently, I guess. Yes. They're still hard when they crash mm-hmm. into you, mm-hmm. but you just have more time to like get your life together in between, I guess. Like, and enjoy that sunshine. Like you said, I love that. Yes. Mental image. When someone said, I, when someone uh, says, I remember your mom. Yeah. I would I imagine that. Rashida, that would, that would be especially uh, meaningful for you. Cause like you mm-hmm. said, like you've have, you have a lot more friends. You've made a lot more friends since the passing of your mom. So to mm-hmm. hear someone like, I remember your mom in, you know, that's what would be like, oh, it's a part. It's some kind of tie, special tie. It's a tie. And it just like reminds me that she lived. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that she continues to live in somebody else's memory and heart. Mm-hmm. Let's see. A lot of simply saying their name, telling sweet stories about moms, dads, children, anyone who's passed, it keeps their legacy going. I love that. I love, love that. Like I said, anytime someone holds space for me to get a memory out about my mom, I am like, that makes me feel really good. And then someone said, it's not my job to take on anyone else's grief, but my own. I like this one. It sounds negative at first, but unpacking it a little bit. I really like it. It's essentially saying like, you don't have to take on like when my mom passed away. So my mom was like the rock to our family. Mm -hmm. And when my mom passed away, I realized that people were grieving her in different ways. So like I'm grieving my mom and I'm like, why isn't everybody sad for me? I'm grieving my mom. But my aunt was like, why isn't everybody sad for me? I'm grieving my sister. And my grandma was like, why isn't anyone sad for me? I'm grieving my child. And so I learned early on that like, that's their grief. And I respect their grief and understand that mine is different. So like, my job is to work through mine. Right. Yeah, it is. It's so true. I took this I took this as it's not my job to take on anyone's grief, but my own. When my mom passed away, we had to relearn family dynamics. So it's kind of shifted, which I think Mm -hmm. is kind of like what you're saying too. And that I felt like I had the immediate responsibility of caring for my dad. Now, my dad is a fully able-bodied man who um, plays hockey, hellas. He's a very active, a very active guy. And very healthy. Thank God. Knock on wood continues. But I felt like since my mom, I felt like I needed to step in and start taking that role. I soon Mm -hmm. realized 
Oh, or, and then with my brother and my nephews and my sister-in-law, like I felt like I was like needed to take on the role of like buying a whole bunch of shit or like, oh my gosh, you know, that just like put a lot of stress on me because my mm-hmm. mom liked to spend money. She was always buying us stuff. Like, cause that was mm-hmm. her love language was spending money. So <laughs> buying presents, that is not my role. My role is to be Auntsy. I am Auntsy to Theo and Alex and mm-hmm. Sass mm-hmm. to my, my Sass in law and, and um, my brother. And that's it. You know, like mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. can be there for them in my own way. I don't need to replicate what my mom did because I can't and I won't and it won't be the same. And it's not, that's just too much pressure. So I needed yeah, to I love that. take a step back and thanks and be like, mm mm. No, I got to do me like that. That was my mom. I'm going to leave that to my mom. That was my mom's legacy. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how, how I kind of took on that. I really like that a lot because I feel like there's a difference between this, a little bit of a tangent. There's a difference between <laughs> love a tangent. Yes. <laughs> there's a difference between legacy and bear with me here. Cause I'm trying to like, it's formulating in my head. So like after my mom passed away and since I've become a mom myself, I've had to do a lot of like, but I'm not my mom. Like, yeah. but I'm not like the way I move about. Well, a couple things. One, the way I move about the world is different from my mom. Like yep. it was even when my mom was alive, the way we move about the world was different. I'm an ex- I'm an extreme extrovert. My mom was an introvert, like so many things. And two, I am different from my mom. Yeah. I'm coming. We're also mothering a different era than our parents were. So like mm-hmm. things are different, you know? Yeah. And so I have to take a step back and like, understand what's my mom's legacy. Like what are memories I can hold and keep on my own. And like, what are the memories that feel good to me to carry on to my kids? If that makes sense. Like totally. Like you said, your mom was the one who bought all the gifts. Like she was always shopping. She was always doing <laughs> things. And while you loved that about your mom, that's not who you are. Right. And so I've had to do a lot of like, it's almost like soul searching, I guess. Like yeah. a lot of like, am I doing this because my mom did it. Therefore it feels like something I should do. Yes. Or am I doing this because this was a very important part of my childhood that I care to carry on? Yes. 100%. And to keep riffing off that my mom was like really into at Halloween time. She had like these, like this, like Halloween village that she would put together and all this like Mm -hmm. spooky light up shit. And Mm -hmm. then she also has like a Christmas village, which I inherited as well. So I inherited both of these things and it's like a Coca-Cola, like Christmas village or snow, there's lights, there's people, there's like all this crap. And I was like, I like minimally decorated for Halloween this year. I was like, I'm just too tired. Got too much. We got too much going on, you know? And I was like, Mm -hmm. so I was like, but I feel bad. And I was like, you know what? No, this is my life. I'm living for me. I'm not living for Jane. I can do things to honor her, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't, I don't need to like fully replicate the Halloween childhood dreams that I, that I had in order to make her happy because she's just happy. And Mona's just happy that, that we're happy. That's all that they care about. Right. Unless like, unless it was like so wildly important to you that you put up that Halloween village. But if it wasn't, but if it wasn't, (laughs) then you don't need to feel guilty. (laughs) Fucking Halloween village. There's so much shit to it. I like, I'm just not, I'm just not trying to. Yeah, no. Sorry, mom. Maybe next year. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but you know, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. oh my gosh. 
No. Do you ever, again, tangent, sorry, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up with the, what you wish people understood about grief, but before, do you ever catch yourself doing something that, you know, your mom would be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like I, I, sometimes I talk to her. I'm like, all right, mom, I know, 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 I know. I just gotta do it. I gotta do it. Like I, so my mom was like an absolute, absolute neat freak. Like we woke up every day, every Saturday and like cleaned and like my mom would never dream of having like a cleaning crew, like partly because we couldn't afford it. Yeah. And mostly because I just think uh, she was a prideful woman who was like, I can clean my own house. Sure. I literally don't empty the bathroom trash can until the cleaning crew does. Good for you. Like I just keep stacking stuff on top of it. Like (laughs) I just keep stacking stuff on top because I am like going somewhere else. Like I don't have time to like stop what I was already in the process of doing. Chances are I actually went to go pee because I was already holding it for a couple of hours. I was going to pee myself and now I need to go back to my kids. Right. Like so so I, in those moments when I'm like, Ooh, I could take this out real quick, but up, I hear Parker screaming. I'm sure my mom is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like Rashida, just do it. Yes. That's gross. That's gross. Right. Mine wouldn't be, mine isn't necessarily mom about like cleaning, but, uh, but my mom was super obsessed with plants. And so I get, I get like the guilt of like, what do you mean you didn't put any hanging baskets out in front? What do you mean you didn't? It's Kara. It's going to get below freezing tonight. You better go bring those plants in, which I already did mom, but like, was like well ahead of the game this year. But uh, you know, like I, I get that kind of guilt. I'm like, like, I don't feel like watering a fuck ton of plants and then bringing them in. My mom would like weather them in like over the winter. My mom too. She had a green thumb, loved plants. And yes, every spring, every spring I say to myself, is this going to be the spring I get hanging plants? Yeah. No, 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 no. Cause I I I water it every damn day. And then I get Mm -hmm. bit up by mosquitoes and it, yes, it looks nice, but like, again, this is another situation where Mona and Jane are up in heaven watering the fuck out of their plants. And my, they, my friends used to say that our backyard looked like the botanical gardens because it would just be out the ass with plants. It was beautiful. But my mom like had like a, a chill life. So she got to just like water her plants all day and hang out with her doggy doos. And know? that was like, her thing. Yeah. And that was her thing. That was yeah. the thing that brought her joy. So it doesn't yeah. have to be the thing that brings you joy. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like I'm doing like the bare minimum. I, I still have hella plants more than I like to, uh, like to have, but I do it. We, because... are, we are a zero plant household. I couldn't wow. even, yeah, none. I couldn't even commit to for mother's day. Ben's mom gave me this wonderful planter. Cause I love, <laughs> I love cocktail herbs. So uh-huh. I had, yeah. I had basil, mints, chocolate mints. Like I kept it. I had it. I kept it alive for like like two months, and then I don't know. Ben got hand, foot, and mouth. Dom was sick. Parker was sick, and I was like, "To hell with that basil! I'm gonna buy it from the store." Yes, yes. I don't pay you one bit. It's just one thing, you know. In this season of life, plant care is just not doesn't need to be at the top of my list. And I still have like a, a peace lily that was 
uh, sent to us like right after my mom died. So I'm like, I'm keeping that going. And I have a, something called a croton plant that's like was given to us, sent to us when Ellie was born. So that baby's going on four years. And I have another plant that my mom gave me. It's like this huge, it's called a parlor palm that my mom gave me, gave us like six years ago. So it's like, I, like, those are just three big plants. That I'm just trying to keep going. And that's mm. like, not trying babies. to bring any, not trying to bring anything in when it's cold and not yeah. trying to do any of those activities. Yeah. I need to purge. I need to purge. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Tangent over now. Yes. What do we wish people understood about grief? I love these first two go, go hand in hand, but that it's okay to laugh or make a joke. We yeah. can joke about our dead friends and relatives, which is kind of the premise of this whole podcast, that it's okay to laugh. It's okay to like, it's yes, this is sad. Yes, we are dealing with some really heavy shit, but like, it's okay to laugh. Your grieving friend is going to laugh. Let them yeah. laugh. Yeah. We're human, you know, Mm -hmm. let them laugh and Mm -hmm. it helps. It's like it to some, I might be like, well, aren't you, you know, you don't have to walk around like all sad and somber. Like it's, that's exactly the whole premise of this podcast is we're still human and we still have other emotions other than being pissed off and sad. And then there's not always unresolved emotion. I like this one. The idea that like, not everybody has like so much random trauma tied up into someone dying, you know, like sometimes it's just, they lost someone and it's sad and they've worked through it. And it's not like they, their mom died and their mom was abusive or like, you know, like it doesn't, I should have had that. that like, yeah. Or like some, so often, like I should have called that person or I didn't get a chance to say goodbye, which all of those things suck deeply, but, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it is just as simple as like, yeah, they died and you were able to say everything you were able to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, so the next one is it ebbs and flows and seems like a simple concept until you're randomly crying. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Did you write this one? No, I didn't. (laughs) It's, it's so it it does. Yeah, it does. It does ebb and it does flow. And that is a simple concept. And then you're crying and you're like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Yes. And then you feel your feels and then you get over it. It helps you move on for that moment in time. Yes. The next one is each day we learn a little bit more how to live in this new world for those who we love. Yes. We, yes, that is true. That is every day we, we learn how to survive. I would even say that I am, so we had a dance party today, like before (laughs) Parker's, Parker's little sheet, like, you know, in daycare when they're like, blah, 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 really liked blah, blah, blah. Uh Parker's little, Parker's sheet said she had fun dancing to the cha-cha slide with, (sighs) with her classmates today. No way. Parker loves dancing. And so, so on this episode of I'm married to a white man, Episode 223. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Ben goes, Ben goes, hey, Alexa, play the cha-cha. Oh, my God. I just peed. I was like, he did not. The cha-cha. He's trying to be all suave, too. Like, hey, I'm going to cool down. Hey, Alexa. Yeah. And I was like, so obviously, Alexa plays whatever the F the cha-cha is. And it is not not the cha-cha slide. Was Parker pissed? Was P pissed? Did she mean him? 
everybody paused even Dom was like huh what huh yes and I was like I think you mean the cha-cha slide hey Alexa play the cha-cha slide so cha-cha slide comes on we're all dancing blah 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 and I thought to myself like I'm no longer surviving my mom's death but in that moment I I think that I am thriving like in the in those moments that I get like that like that beautiful moment of like my whole family in the living room just like dancing to the (laughs) (laughs) cha-cha so I feel like yeah every day I've moved closer out away from surviving and I am in a spot of thriving that doesn't mean that I don't have my breakdowns you know but I think that at this point in my grief journey I would say that I'm no longer just surviving yeah it doesn't mean that you don't miss her any less Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you are like nearing the end of your journey. Mm -hmm. It just means that you are finding the sunshine in between the waves and really enjoying that. And when my, I found myself saying out loud and a lot to myself when my mom first passed that, that my, I go, mom would not want, she would want me to be happy. She would want me to, for us to be positive. So I found myself living, trying to find happiness for her because I knew that would make her happy. And I guess Mm -hmm. that soon evolved into like, no, Carol, you need to make yourself happy, honey. Like Mm -hmm. that's all that anyone, including her wants. So that's how I kind of like took what this comment means. We just learn a little bit more how to live in this new world for those we love. Yep. And then our favorite, yep. go through all the emotions. You got to feel them. Feel your feels. Feel them. Yeah. Feel your feels, girls, guys, yes. gals. Yes. 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 So yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for responding to our request for responses. Yeah. Um, ever, you guys showed up great this is a perfect time to do a quick little plug to join our Facebook community. It's the Grieving Mamas Club. If you look up, there's obviously we have a Facebook page that is the Grieving Mamas Club podcast, but the group is just called the Grieving Mamas Club. There's about 50 or so women in it and we just have each other's back when when shit comes up and we all need to talk to people who get it. Yeah. And then you can also follow us on Instagram. Yeah, I like to think of as the... I've said this before is the Facebook is our space for like a support group. It's not like I belong to like other Facebook groups where it's just like a constant stream of like really sad posts again, once again, and this isn't Mm -hmm. it. It's, you know, we're we're not bombarding you. No one's bombarding you with like a bajillion posts a day. So that's nice. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, Hey mamas, I'm having a hard time. And we're all like, yeah, fuck that. Or like, hell yeah, sister, you got this, you know? So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we got your back, like Rashida said. And then Instagram is of course where we are, at least I could say for, for myself and Rashida too, is that we are most (laughs) of our time, we are sharing stuff, resharing stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, having, having a lot of fun and just kind of there. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Grieving Mamas Club podcast. When times get tough, just remember, you're a badass bee and you got this mama. Woo! See you guys next week. See ya.